welcome to Healthy Perspectives Podcast with Jeremiah, where we provide clinical perspectives on current social and cultural issues. And don't forget, you can subscribe at Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe at any or all of them. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, Twitter, and many other social media sites. Or you can email us at healthy perspectives with an S at protonmail.com. Hello, hello, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. Search your soul. That's what we're going to do today. I know that was that was pretty intense probably, but that's okay because that's sometimes what we do around here and it's just good enough. All right. Uh, if time, energy, and resources are limited for each of us, then what can you learn about someone based on how they use time, energy, and resources? Now, to many of you, this seems just as simple as it gets, uh, but it's not. You know, the idea of of looking at somebody's life, including your own life, and thinking about your time, your energy, and your resources, man, it tells a story. It tells a story. And the real question is, what story does it tell? Is it telling the story you want it to tell? We're going to break this down. We're going to start with time. Time is a constant. You know, people, you know, people sometimes say you have to manage your time. No, you can't manage time. Time is a constant. It's ticking by whether you like it or not, no matter what you're doing. You're wasting time. It's ticking by. You're being productive. It's ticking by. You don't manage time. You can only manage yourself through time. It's an important delineation because at the end of the day, if you're busy trying to manage the clock, you're going to, you're going to end up with some losses that you're not even aware of some blind spots that are going to bite you big time. So time, let's take a look at time, 10 years. I'm going to start with 10 years. Uh, You know, I was thinking about starting with life, uh, but that gets really complicated really fast. So let's start with 10 years. When you look back 10 years, you look forward 10 years, my hope is it looks super different. Like, obviously, you can't decide, well, in 10 years, I'm going to be at this address and with this family and have this car. Like, there are pieces you can decide, but there are other pieces that, that are beyond your control when you're projecting forward. But looking back, it's all in the past. You can take a look and go, wow. I was really naive 10 years ago. I didn't know very much about, uh, you know, this topic or that topic. And I, I didn't do very well communicating this message or that message. Uh, I was more emotional. I was less emotional. I was, you know, fill in the blank. You, you can come up with lots of things. And at the end of the day, 10 years is almost too big to talk about. Right? Like we, we can't really, I mean, we can have some idea, but it's, it's, there's so many factors that it's really hard to know. Like what happens if we go through a depression? Because, you know, there, the story right now is we're in a recession, 
But all the signs are there that this could end up being a full-on depression. Now, I don't know. Maybe not. Because a year from now, we might be looking back going, oh, it was a pretty bad recession, but that's about it. Who knows? So there's some parts that are unpredictable, and we don't get to control all those pieces. We can look at things like travel. We can look at things like family or inventions and go, well, 10 years, that's, you know, those are all things that can, you can accomplish. Like you can, you can bring the idea to the table, bring it to fruition and have a, a product, a, uh, you know, a, a result essentially in many things, a lot of things actually. So let's break it down further. Let's go down to the year, one year. You know, in a year, a, a a woman can make a baby in about nine months, thereabouts. So in, in less than a year, right, you can start a business and really get it rolling. Like that's a, that's a big endeavor. But in one year, you can go from not making any money and spending a whole lot of money to making some money, maybe not a lot but oftentimes a little, enough to know if it's potentially going to work or not. You can learn to manage emotions better in a year to the point where you are way more calm in most situations. You can create a life of sobriety. Now, of course, that takes a day-to-day kind of a, a, a commitment. But in a year, if you're still sober, you're living a sober life. You can change bad habits, lots of them, to good habits. You can earn a promotion in a lot of places, doing a lot of jobs in one year, sometimes less than that. You can get divorced. It takes less than a year to get divorced. Now, I'm using all these as examples. Uh, There's probably millions more. So, the whole point of this is to get you thinking about what can I, what can I do in a year? Like I can finish a grade in school. I, you know, I can, you know, finish, uh, you know, my, my thesis in, in grad school. So let's take a look at one month. In a month, you can learn a language. If you really work at it in a month, you can learn a language. Now you're not going to be perfect at it. But you, you can get pretty, uh, you know, conversationally uh, fluent. You can reshape your body, oftentimes in 30 days, which is one month. <laughs> you can create a new habit in some areas. Now, you're not going to be able to knock all of them out in one month, but you can pick one or two and often create a new habit. You can learn to play an instrument in a month if you dedicate enough time and energy to it. You can complete one book, two books, three books, four. Depends on how fast you read and how committed you are. But you can definitely finish a book. These are things you can do in a month. I mean, there's a lot of other things. I know the list goes on and on. You're probably coming up with your own list. What have I done in the last month? Or maybe the other question will become, what can I do in the next month? 
How about a day? A day is, you know, I mean, look, I've wasted an entire day of my life multiple times, unfortunately. I'm not proud of it, but it has happened. What can I do in a day? I can start eating well. I can start an exercise plan. I can start sleeping at appropriate times. I can start using kind words. I can stop a bad habit. In other words, smoking, drinking, social media rage, you know, go on and on and on, right? I can stop wasting time. I can stop that in one day. I can stop it. And if I do it today and then repeat it tomorrow, things can happen. How about an hour? An hour is not a big deal. How many times do you go to lunch and, you know, you, you get some food or maybe hopefully you brought food and, you know, so you're sitting and you're, you're taking your hour lunch and you're on your screen, possibly, like most of the people that I encounter. In an hour, you can balance your head and your heart. And you can assess and journal. Those are options. I mean, maybe only one single area of your life. Like I could assess and journal in one hour. I could assess and journal maybe my my family life. Or I can assess and journal maybe my work life. You know, and create, uh, you know, the beginning of the plan. We Remember, every plan you create starts with figuring out where I am. I got to figure out where I am first. You can go to the grocery store, do some grocery shopping in one hour. You could complete uh, probably 20 or more thank you letters in one hour. You could hold a meeting of all sorts. You can hold a meeting with your family. You can hold a meeting with, with employees or you, you can hold a meeting with uh, the bank. Uh, the, the list goes on and on. These kinds of meetings can be the starting spots of something really big and important. You can meet with a pastor. You can meet with a friend. Because remember, if you don't make time for friends, You won't have any. It's that simple. How about a minute? A minute's no big deal. I can waste minutes. Uh, You know, like a minute or two here, a minute or two there. No big deal. But in a minute, you can create thoughtful communication for one message. Instead of raging, you can switch that. You can ruin a relationship with one harsh communication in one minute. You can ask great questions in one minute. How about a second? A second's no big deal. I mean, come on, really? It's one second. Did you know that you can say, I love you in one second? It's it's somewhere between, uh, I don't know, maybe like 0.85 seconds and 1.1 seconds to say, I love you. Depends on how fast you uh, are moving your lips, right? But typically falls in that one second range. It doesn't seem like you can do a lot in one second, but you can. 
You can start a prayer. You can grab a pen to write or journal. You can drink a gulp of water instead of soda or coffee or beer. You can start, I know, a little creepy, but you can start making a baby. You can pull a trigger on a rifle in less than one second. One second can make a massive difference. Massive difference. All of this I did to set the stage. One, I wanted to get you thinking, like, how am I using my time, my months, my days, my hours, my minutes, my seconds? How am I using it? It's to set the stage to talk about energy and resources. Since resources are accumulated over time, I'm going to start with energy, all right? Let's take a look at energy. But let's remember the original question. I don't want you to lose track of this. The original question was, if time, energy, and resources are limited for each of us, then what can we learn about someone or ourselves based on how time, energy, and resources are used? All right, keeping that in mind, energy. There's several different center points that I'm going to point at. I'm going to start with work-centric. If we were a work-centric person, then we would prioritize oftentimes work over things like play, over things like friends and family, uh, maybe over even growth, right? Because our whole agenda is to work, 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 work. Now, I'm going to caveat here for just a moment. We are not only going to be one type of centric uh, view. All right, we're going to be multiple, but they all paint a a story. So I'm going to do them individually and then go into a, a little bit of a broader picture as to what that means. We can be friend-centric. Right? It's our whole day is designed around how, when, and what we're going to do with friends. Friend-centric. That would be somebody who isn't going to pick up a pen and journal, but might pick up a pen and send a thank you note. Right? They're friend-centric. All right. Family-centric. That's going to be somebody who has uh, the the family at the epicenter of every decision that they make. Like they view the world through the lens of how does my family look? Is my family doing well? Are they content? Are they happy? Are they working on stuff? What can I do for them? How about fame centric? You know, people like this fame centric, anything to get attention. Now getting attention isn't bad. Right? If you've got something that people need, then we need for them to be able to find you. So getting the attention can be good. So I'm not saying that it's bad to want fame. What I'm saying is fame centric is going to come with a certain pathway. You're going to see a person who's fame centric trying to make themselves the center so that they can get the recognition and the acknowledgement from others. Self-centric. We've got addiction, pleasure, 
I think those are going to be two of the main focal points of their story. It might be things like, you know, they would spend one minute using in order to go back and try to function at a level that they think is appropriate. Because they're, they're, you know, but, but really it's that one minute of using that is their focal point. It's like, I got to get out. I got to have my smoke. I, I need to get to the, I need to leave work because I got to get to the bar. Like that's where the addiction comes in and the pleasure epicenters. I mean, you see, you see it all the time through like even social media. It's like, I want you to hear me. And if you ask a question, they're not interested. Why? Because they're self-centric. Growth-centric. You're going to see people who are all about just learning, 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 learn. And that's great. You got that head-centered lifestyle. The idea that I'm going to think my way through it. I'm going to learn my way through it. And don't get me wrong, that's good too. And all of these can be good or bad, depending on how you do them and what's your motive, which I'll get to here in a minute. You could be God-centric. You could be money-centric. You could be principle-centric. So think of what is at your center. What is at your center is going to tell ultimately the story, and it does it through your time, your energy, and your resources. So let's take a closer look at resources. Resources, as I said before, are accumulated over time. So as you start with one center of focus, whether that be you know self-centric or family-centric or God-centric or whatever, fill in the blank with whatever it is. You start with one, and over time, you begin to accumulate resources, whether that's people, whether that's money, uh, you know, things. So as we gather resources over time in one particular area, we often start to see this maturing process that happens. It's a, it's a pretty natural uh, human development process where all of a sudden we're like, well, I'm gathering all these resources and I think those could be effective in another area. And so we go, oh, well, I've got more than I need in the family. So now I'm going to start looking in, I don't know, the, uh, the community. Uh, maybe it's going to be through something like a rotary club or a church, right? And we are like, maybe I could put some of those resources over here and maybe make a bigger difference in some way. And so oftentimes what happens is we start being, uh, start out being centered on one, maybe two of these themes or other themes that can come up. And by the time we're done, we have multiple areas in which we are focusing our, uh, our time and our resources and our energy. Uh, give me an example. This is a current event example. Elon Musk bought Twitter. Duh, everybody knows that, right? Elon Musk was a Tesla guy. So he is, he's a, an idea guy. He, 
I mean, obviously he's able to make them come to life also. So he's, he's probably multifaceted like all of you. And whether you like him or not, he has taken that resource, the extra, what he would consider to be his extra resources. And he has bought Twitter in order to expand his influence. Now, whether you like him or not, he's doing exactly what you would do. Now, you might not do, you know, buy the Twitter or, you know, create Tesla, but your design is to do the same exact thing when it comes to you have extra resources. What are you going to do with them? You're going to put them somewhere. Well, he put them to Twitter. So how, when, and why the motivation behind it we redirect those resources, informs us about our character. Not only ourselves, but others can see it too. How, when, and why you redirect those resources is going to tell a story. And this is where it starts to get really, really important that you pay attention if this is intriguing to you. Your story is going to be painted not just by you, but by those around you based on where your time, energy, and resources go. I'm going to give you a few examples. These are not, you know, the the end of the examples. Every single person, every one that you come in contact with has a story that they are telling. So I'm going to tell you this story. Now, this is the public persona, so I, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily know these individuals personally, but I'm going to paint you a picture. Biden, President Biden, it could easily be said, based on all of the information that's out there, that he is more interested in his own family perception than on being a great president. Now, you may disagree with me. Okay, fine. But when we look at where he puts his time, energy, and resources, he has been very protective of his family in so many ways. Now, I'm not saying that's good or bad. I am simply saying it paints a picture. We have somebody that is the president that is maybe more invested in protecting the image of his family than in being a great president. If that's what we want, that's great. Like we selected him and it tells a story because that story then percolates out that that is our priority in our country is looking good as opposed to being good at times. Now, can you do both? Of course, you can do both at times, but over time, over the lifetime, it will paint a picture. All right, now that many of you are irritated, I'm going to go on to BLM, make it even more irritating. The leaders of BLM, it is arguable, very easily arguable that they are more interested in living wealthy than moving the movement forward. There are lots of people that are involved in the movement that would argue that it's totally different than that. But when we look at the leaders and their choice to spend on what they're spending on, 
remember those are resources that are accumulated over time, it paints a picture. What does that picture paint? Well, I mean, when you're really invested in a cause, uh, spending all, a whole lot of money on things that don't directly move the cause forward says more interested in something else than the cause. Like it, don't like it, up to you. It's just the way the picture gets painted. Trump. All right, some of you are like, okay, fine, yeah, get this guy, get this guy. Well, maybe I will. More interested in being right, perceptively, than doing right. Clearly. I mean, how many times has he filed bankruptcy? He wants to be right more than do right. Now, again, just like these others, I'm not saying right or wrong. Right? Like, Biden's not breaking any laws. Well, maybe he is. <laughs> just like maybe Trump is. But I don't know that Biden is breaking any laws. Like, I, I haven't dug into all of those details that you all hear about. The, the idea of him wanting to protect his family, I have no issue with that directly. Unless it leads to breaking the laws. I have no issue with Trump wanting to be right. Unless it leads to breaking the laws. Just like I have no issue with the leaders of BLM buying really expensive mansions and stuff. Unless it's deceptive in nature because lies, secrets, and deceptions, right? Breaking the laws would be considered to, like for me at least, kind of like a lie. I'm going to try to do good. Well, the laws are there designed at least originally designed to create good, not bad. So breaking them is like trying to do bad. Do I care that they own a, a mansion? Not really. But do I care that they're deceptive? Yes, because it paints a picture. Remember, we're looking at time, energy, and resources and saying, what does that tell us? about a person or ourselves. So here we go. I'm going to summarize it for you. How you spend your time every single second, every moment of your day, of your week, of your month, of your year, of your decade, every single second, all your energy, all the resources that you are able to accumulate, they will add up to what your life means. They will add up to that. Whether you do it on purpose or on accident, you are deciding every single second what that will be. So my only recommendation could be use your seconds, your energy, and your the resources you have accumulated for impact, and it will happen. So use them for a good impact. Now, what's good? That's a great question. It's one you're going to have to wrestle with because I'm not here to tell you what is good or what is bad. Waste them and you'll get what you create. 
Hopefully that helps for you to develop and maybe put forth a better version of yourself. I hope it does. Thanks for joining us. Have a good one. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a look at our website at www.healthyperspectives.com with a dash in between the healthy and the perspectives. Make sure there's an S at the end.com. So again, www.healthy-perspectives with an S.com. 